Welcome to You Can Read the Bible's lesson about Babel and Babylon bookends. So the, the story of the Tower of Babel is a famous and fascinating one. We learn from Genesis 10.10 uh, that Nimrod, a descendant of Ham, descendant of Noah, was a mighty hunter and he built the city of Babel on the plains of Shinar. In Genesis chapter 11, we find that people from all over have come here to build a great tower that stretches into heaven. They all spoke the same language and were engaged in a common and singular task of building this tower. The building of this tower angered the Lord. To stop its construction, he scattered the people at Babel by creating different languages among them. When people could no longer understand each other, they scattered. The question is, why was this tower building such a problem to the Lord? People wanted to reach into heaven. They wanted to dethrone God. The history of humanity is riddled with us trying to reach into heaven by any means except humility, faith, and repentance. Interestingly, this is the time period right after the great flood with Noah. After the flood, the Lord commanded the people in Genesis 9-7 to spread across the earth. In Genesis 10-5, we read that people were dispersed and had their own languages. Yet, in chapter 11 of Genesis, we read that now people were concentrated at Babel on the plains of Shinar, speaking the same language. How does this happen? Well, we know from history that this is exactly what happens with empires. A powerful nation or king will conquer foreign lands, force those people to work at empire building, often in exile. Those people will learn the imperial language and its customs. They'll be stripped of their cultural identity, language, and heritage. This is imperial work. This is colonization. This is evil. The Lord uses cultural and linguistic diversity to restrain evil, which is what we see happening in the Tower of Babel story. The scattering of the people after the tower starts to be constructed is their liberation. We look again at Babylon, and we see the same process being repeated later. And this is when uh, Jerusalem is destroyed and her people are marched into exile to Babylon. The prophet Daniel and his friends undergo this cultural re-education process in service to the imperial king Nebuchadnezzar. They resist as much as they can and cling to their faith and hope in the Lord. King Nebuchadnezzar, for his part, reenacts the imperial rule of Nimrod and the Tower of Babel from several millennia earlier. In Daniel chapter 4 verses 29 and 30, we find Nebuchadnezzar walking on his roof to get a good look at his empire. He reflects and asserts, Is this not Babylon the Great, which I myself have built as a royal residence by the might of my power and for the glory of my majesty? So it would seem that not much has changed in the course of several millennia. Indeed, not much has changed because Babel and Babylon are actually the same place. Babel is the English transliteration of the Hebrew word for this city on the plains of Shinar. Babylon is the English transliteration of the Greek word for this city on the plains of Shinar. So the Babel of Genesis 10:10 10, 10 is the same place as the Babel, I'm sorry, as the Babylon of Daniel 1:2. The Hebrew word, the Greek word, and the English words Babel and Babylon all refer to this same place. This means that when the people of Jerusalem are exiled to Babylon, this is a return to Babel. And this is not merely symbolic. This was a real-life return to coercion, indoctrination, and, conscri and conscription. And when they return home from exile, this rescattering is also a liberation.
The Bible begins and ends with toppling Babel. The Babel of Genesis was founded by Nimrod the mighty hunter. This Babel is the archetypal earthly kingdom that's hell-bent on destroying and dethroning the Lord. And we see in Daniel, several millennia later, that not much has changed here on planet Earth. In Revelation chapter 17, verses 4 through 5, however, we read that one day this will all change. Babylon, or Babel the whore, represents the earthly kingdoms in rebellion against the Lord. So we see that every person working to loft himself or herself in defiance of the Lord will be scattered. Every proud emperor will be humiliated like a beast, and every kingdom breeding immorality will be destroyed. And out of this scattering, humiliation, and destruction will come servants of the Lord who bless all nations. Alongside of justice is hope. This is the hope of a new creation overflowing with the blessings of Shalom. Thanks for joining us at You Can Read the Bible.